guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I just wanted to take a moment and point out the obvious change. My podcast company provides a service that enables listeners to make a donation to me. After many months... I decided to take them up on it and provide it to you as an option. It does cost money to run my podcast, and I would love for it to be a self-sustaining production. However, you are under no obligation. Just, if you feel like it, that'd be awesome. Another way to support me is to leave a positive review on Apple, share it with your friends, and even on social media. I massively appreciate you listening And really, I can only grow with your help. So thanks for being here with me. And now let's get into today's episode. When you create a Facebook group, especially a private group, you have the option to ask questions of the people who want to join. Those questions are your chance to find out what you need to know in order to make the content that serves your group members best. So when I created my Facebook group for this podcast, Uh, unimaginatively called (laughs) the Connections Coffee and Confidence Community, and you're more than welcome to join. One of my questions is about the three areas that potential members want to work on or is looking for help with. Facebook deletes all of that information as soon as you accept the membership request, so the wise person creates a spreadsheet and records the answers provided. I was recently looking through those responses And do you know what came up in 26% of the answers? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Hi, I'm Janice Fogarty, and I'm a communications strategist and consultant. The Connections Coffee Confidence Podcast is for professional women entrepreneurs who have established themselves and their business, and they're ready to get serious about using the power of communication to surpass their business goals. On this podcast, I discuss everything from leadership to establishing a business vision to the intricacies of creating messaging, publicity, and more. I speak to women who excel in communications in their business, whwhatever they do and get an inside look at how they created a thriving livelihood 
So top up your mug and welcome to this week's episode. The answer is confidence. 26% of all respondents commented on wanting to increase their confidence. The percentage is higher when you get into semantics, like the words used that boil back down to confidence, but I use just the word confidence for that statistic. It's just a snapshot, but it's an interesting peek at something we're looking for help with. I know that confidence is one of the three things I say an entrepreneur needs for success, you know, along with connections and coffee. And it's true. We need a lot of confidence as women, as entrepreneurs, and as people to get where we want to go. Sometimes I think about my own confidence because it's gone from sky high to darn near non-existent to where I am today, which is, I don't know, somewhere in the middle, I guess. And I'll take a second to acknowledge my own privilege as a white woman from a middle-class background with an excellent education and opportunities not afforded to many others. I'm grateful for my opportunities and the relative comfort zone from which I've been able to grow. And I remember when we made the decision for me to go back to work after we had moved back to Canada and settled into our new town. I was offered a job I was more than qualified for, but I still had the lack of confidence to say yes. I was worried more about my ability to cope with that elusive work-life balance than I was in my ability to do the work. And I remember speaking to my brother at the time about being nervous. He's an RCMP officer. Both of my brothers are actually, as was my dad. His advice was something along the lines of, if you don't go to your office every day under the threat of losing your life, what do you have to worry about? Well, talk about perspective. But I remember talking to my mom around the same time about the same topic. And she remembered feeling the exact same lack of confidence about returning to work. And that shocked me. My mom is not someone I would necessarily equate with a lack of confidence, but it was reassuring to hear that I wasn't alone. What stood out then, and still does to this day, is the wide gap between my brother's response and my mother's. And I know this anecdote isn't a wide and deep statistical pool from which anyone should pull data, but I do feel it's somewhat indicative of a confidence gap between men and women. Now, I'm also not interested in getting into a deep, sweeping statement on gender, society, history, or whatever, and I'm not particularly qualified to discuss psychology, but there is something known as the gender confidence gap. It's real, and I think it's impacting many of us, whether we believe it and see it or not. So how does this show up in our lives? Well, studies show that a woman will only apply for a job if she matches 100% of the criteria, whereas a man will do so if he matches 60%. It's funny because that's why I had no hesitation in applying for that job and no worries about performing well, because I had done everything they had laid out and succeeded at it in the past. The downside of that was that my room to stretch and to grow and push myself at new challenges and thereby improve my skills and widen my capabilities was zero. My lack of confidence held me back by retaining the status quo. Have you ever done that or something similar? Right now, 
while you're running or setting up your business, are you only going or mostly going for opportunities for which you are 100% ready for? There's no shame in saying yes, but let's take that acknowledgement as the first step in doing something about it. A lack of confidence can also show up as that dreaded imposter syndrome. You know, that voice in your head that asks you who you are to do whatever it is. It shows up in your pricing structure, not pricing yourself or your product as deserved. A lack of confidence shows up as perfectionism because you need it, whatever it is, to be perfect before you unleash it to the world. And what would people say if they found a typo or didn't like that product shot? How would that reflect on you? I'm a reformed perfectionist, and when I feel those tendencies creeping in, that's my cue to take a step back and have a look at why I feel that need for perfection. I feel kind of cringy saying it because it just seems like the new cliche, but progress over perfection is something I have to remind myself of. Lack of confidence probably shows up in that word, should. I remember when I was working for a provincial government and a woman I worked with, who was quite influential on me, she cautioned me against using the word should. This was long before it was mainstream to encourage women to be kind to themselves and each other, before I had studied any psychology, and when she explained the weight the word should can carry in terms of insinuating that you're not doing the right thing, Well, my young mind was opened that just little crack to become the more open person that I am today. It took a long time to put into practice, but the seed had been planted, and just the other day I had to stop and think, was I using the word should? And it turns out I actually wasn't. I was in a conversation with someone else, and they reassured me that I hadn't. But I don't want to tell people that what they're doing is wrong or isn't good enough, so I try to avoid using the word should. I'm not perfect at it, but I'm trying. And I don't know if you've heard this, but there's a piece of advice that floats around and it asks you to think about what a man would do. I don't know about you, but I have mixed feelings about this. I don't want to do what a man would do. I want to do what Janice thinks is right. But I get the sentiment behind the saying, why should we, as women, not do something that a man can do or maybe can't do but he doesn't let that stop him. His confidence carries him through. I feel we need to accept, love, and recognize, if not embrace, what we would do. Not to get too woo, but there's a version I prefer, which is to act as if. That removes the gender from the equation, and I'm more comfortable with that. If you're not familiar with that expression, it involves having a vision of the future you, the one who has achieved her goals or is at least on her way, and asking yourself what future you, who is undoubtedly more confident and more experienced than you are at this moment, what future you would do. It literally tells you to do what you need to do to become that future version of yourself. So a year ago, I had a vision that I had a podcast that people listened to and got value from. But I had some doubts on whether I was the right person to do it, if a podcast was a good idea. Oh, will people hate my voice? And by extension, me? You know, you get the idea. But future me had a podcast. So I had to act as if. As if the podcast was a foregone conclusion because 
in a way it was. I had already decided it was a large part of my business model. It was a way I could reach more people who needed to hear the things I had learned through my experiences and education. So I acted, and here I am, Janice with a podcast, and thank you for listening. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So what do we do to create that confidence? Not all of us can fake it until we make it. There are things that we can do to bolster our confidence, and these things, although I frame them as for a business owner, they'll work for your personal life as well. The first strategy is something I've been reading a lot about recently. There's a form of meditation around it, and it's also known as a way to deal with anxiety. It's often referred to as noting where you kind of disengage yourself from the feeling. In this case, the feeling of not being confident. In meditation, it's where, well, you know how you have these thoughts that bubble up when your mind is supposed to be quiet? This is where you see the thought or become aware of it and just note it. Accept that it's there and let it move on. There's like a detachment You don't get wrapped up in it because you can't. You're looking at it separately. It's like removing the emotion and it's the emotion, whatever chemical reaction it causes in the brain that prompts us to feel fear for the older part of our brain to kick in and keep us safe from a real or imagined threat. I don't know if that sounds easy or incredibly difficult to you, but it is something that becomes incredibly easy with a bit of practice. 
because you're not feeling the emotion, because you're looking at it almost like an outsider, you're able to take the action without the emotion attached. Noting can also be used to reinforce good feelings, and good feelings negate the bad. The way that would work is when you feel that feeling of not being confident, you take a second and note something that made you feel good. Or while you're feeling good, say you're on an amazing walk with the flowers in full bloom, or you're having a fantastic meal with great company, you note the details and how they make you feel. And when you're having a moment of not being confident or being worried or whatever, you pull that noted moment out of your memory storage and your brain will make the association and bring up the positive emotion you felt at that time. This strategy, however you choose to use it, will take some practice, but I think that getting over the blockage caused by your current struggle with confidence is well worth the work. The second thing I suggest is hopping on the act as if train. This involves being clear on where you're going. And yes, that's a lot of words to say, your goals. How do you know where you're going? How do you know what actions to take if you haven't taken the time to decide? Get really clear on what you want to accomplish, what it looks like, and I think more importantly, how that feels. I was speaking with a coach the other day, and I was very clearly able to describe my house in France, which is a big dream of mine. I have memories of being in France, of rolling down the car window and smelling the wild herbs. I have the internet that allows me to look at pictures of houses, and so I'm able to take those multi-sensory experiences and form my future projection, which is great because it feels so real. But where I was stuck was when she asked me about Janice a year from now. Nuts. <laughs> I've had my head down catching up to Janice with a podcast and a business actually up and running because that's who I've been acting as if for the last year. I neglected to put the same amount of effort into the Janice of 2022. Don't get me wrong, I have goals and projections, but I hadn't done the deeper work of making it feel real. Have you thought about your one-year goal? Where you'll be this time next year? Who will you be? Get clear on where you're going and the experiences you'll need to have and survive in order to get there. And start asking yourself, what would she do? That future you, what would she do? There's something about having that vision, that expectation of future success that enables you to do harder or scary things. Because when you look at that future you, you'll know you've survived. And really, that takes some of the fear out. We all want to know that we'll make it through. And you will. The third solution is a really practical solution. Guaranteed to move you and your business ahead because one way of getting more confident is knowing what you're about. Knowing what you have to say. What you bring when you sit up to the table. All of that wraps into a neat package called a strategic communications plan. I often hear clients say to me, I don't know what to say, or I don't know how to say that, or I just really don't feel comfortable. But I believe that stems from a lack of clarity. When I work with clients who are looking for confidence in their outreach, 
I often find they haven't done the work necessary to be confident. That work includes having a vision that supports you acting as if, but taking it further and working it through in the practical applications for your business. Many people are not confident speaking or writing for their business, and they have loads of reasons why. But my experience shows that taking the time to work through your vision, their goals, figuring out their audience or who they're talking to and what matters to them, developing messaging and working on strategies to use that messaging, well, that works wonders for bolstering confidence. And fortunately, that kind of process is my sweet spot. This process is something I have seen help transform so many businesswomen's confidence in her ability to show up, to push herself in new directions and do so successfully in combination with her own natural talents. My Cut the Waffle course runs you through all these steps and at the end, you're left knowing what you bring, the impact you want to make and how to make that impact. I've opened the waitlist and you can go to janicefogarty.podia.com to sign up and I'll let you know when it's up and ready for you to take advantage of. And of course, I'll link to that in the show notes. You can also go back to episode 32 entitled A Vision Check for You, well, you guessed it, an exercise envisioning your future and get that clarity that's required. Or try episode 28, Creating a Communications Plan for Your Business that can walk you through all the details of that process. And I'll link to those in the show notes as well. The last idea for battling confidence is less elegant, but sometimes it works the best in the moment. You just do it anyway. We lack confidence because we haven't done something before, or worse, we tried and bombed, or at least we did in our own eyes. But the best teacher is experience, and the lessons earned are the lessons best learned. This means we just suck it up, feel the feelings, take a deep breath, and do it anyway. It's not always going to be pretty. Those moments of fear are real. And most of the time, we make it out okay. Sometimes we have a great story to tell. If we're lucky, we came out of it with one of those moments to note and call back to in our next moment of fear. But at least we don't have to live with the regret of not trying. I really think that sometimes this is our best choice in the moment because we can plan, we can rehearse, we can practice, we can half-heartedly try, but in the doing, we figure it out. It might be too late, but we know better for next time. Confidence is something we think everybody out there, other than us, has. The reality is, we all question ourselves, our capabilities, how we got to where we are, and do we actually deserve to be there? We might even wonder what will happen when someone figures out the truth. But the truth is we've worked to get where we are. You deserve the success that is coming to you. And one of the amazing things about being human is something called neuroplasticity. It's where we can change our brains by doing and thinking things differently. And it works when it comes to building confidence. So try these suggestions and put your name on the wait list for Cut the Waffle. And over time, I bet you'll notice an increase in your confidence. 
Thanks so much for listening this week. I invite you to sign up for my email list or join me in the Connections Coffee and Confidence community on Facebook. Those are the people who get first dibs on any classes or products I create, and they benefit from the extras I can't get into in a podcast format. I also lovingly request that if you've enjoyed this podcast, you leave a review on Apple. When I see a new review, I get so excited, I almost spill my cappuccino froth. Almost. And if you're a woman entrepreneur who's ready to get serious about using the power of communications to grow your business, send me an email at Janice at JaniceFogarty.com. All my details are in the show notes. Thank you again for listening today, and I'll chat with you again next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.